Hi, and welcome to the Mikdash Within. This is Saratova Beth. This is the project of Orkanini. Okay, tuna fish sandwiches. You ever serve tuna fish sandwiches to children with the crust on it? Today I was looking at my tuna sandwich and thinking, should I take the crust off? Maybe it would be better. And I remember those days when it was like a mitzvah lusa, say, thou shalt not serve crust to kids because kids don't like crust. <coughs> kids don't like crust in general. Maybe your children were unusual. Kids don't like crust. So I was thinking today, you know, and remembering all those years of cutting off the crust and not knowing what to do with it. I was thinking, what is this crust? What is, it, what, what, is, what is the crust all about? I mean, the whole biology of how it bakes and the temperature in the oven and the whole thing, that's for some other time. But what does the crust do? Why does Hashem make crust? And, of course, what does it have to do with the base amygdash? So I was thinking, the crust protects the bread. Inside, <coughs> you have a nice, fresh, soft, moist bread. And you want to keep that fresh, moist flavor inside. You want to keep the good stuff inside, and you want to keep the bad stuff out. The good stuff in, the bad stuff out. So Hashem creates a crust around the bread and seals it off. Does that correspond to anything in the base of Mikdash? Yes. We're going to jump to the end of the whole tour of the base of Mikdash, and we'll jump around in these weeks. When we look at the roof, <coughs> as we go through the whole base of Mikdash, we come to the roof, and we see that the roof of the base of Mikdash, on top of the Kaidish building, on top of the temple building, is studded with spikes. It's not a smooth roof. It's very, it's, it's studded, it's prickly. For what reason? So the birds wouldn't settle on the roof. Because if the birds are going to settle on the roof, put their feet down and sit there, after a while they're going to stain it. And there will either be just a discoloring or probably some level of tuma from the birds, from the waste product of the birds. Not fitting that the waste product of the birds should be sitting on the roof of the base of Nizash. In fact, we know that the rooftop of the base of Nizash is now famous. Ever since hearing almost 30 years ago that Mashiach stands on the rooftop of the base of Mizish and declares, Anavim Hizyazman Gulasam, humble ones, the time of your redemption has come. So this roof has to be protected against any staining, anything impure. That's the that's the halacha. What does it have to do with our kids? When our kids, when our youth are in that phase of questioning everything, but really questioning in a way that they're really not looking for an answer, just looking to kind of mm, throw cold water on everything, one of the things that bothers them a lot is when we try to defend Hashem. 
we try to protect him. Like the crust over the bread. The crust is there to protect the, the bread. We try to protect Hashem. They say, yeah, why does God this and this and this and this and this? And we are foolish enough to try to answer them as if they really want to hear an answer. And it bothers them so much because in their mind, if God is as omnipotent as you say he is, why do you always have to protect him? He can't protect himself. He can't defend himself. You're so afraid of my little comments that you have to get all upset and all caught under the collar to throw back comments in my face to protect God? Really? He needs your protection? He needs you, need you to put crust over his identity? And without crust, without your protection, what will happen to him, God forbid? That's what our kids are thinking. He's so delicate. God is so delicate that you have to protect him. We say, because they say, yeah, what about all kinds of things, all kinds of really yucky things. And we're like, whoa, and all that other stuff. And it drives them nuts. It drives them nuts. And it's true, they do it again. You know, it's like a game. But partly it drives them nuts because of what I said. They have a sense, because remember, as we said yesterday, they're very high and very delicate neshamas. They have a relationship with Hashem, believe it or not. Or if you even want to say they used to have a relationship with Hashem when they were very little. It's almost like they knew something about Hashem that we don't know. A certain kind of personal relationship that perhaps we haven't had. And they know that nobody needs to stand up for God. Nobody needs to protect his, his, his covenant. He can protect himself. He's God. He's omnipotent. He can protect himself. And it's almost like they throw those provocative comments at us to see if we're going to fall for it and start to protect him. What do you mean, No, no, no. Like the idea of the, the birds on the roof. No, 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 no. We have to protect the base of Migdash from the birds. In their mind, what? The base of Migdash can't protect itself? A few little birds are going to ruin a whole base of Migdash? So, of course, we know the truth that there are many, many halachas designed to protect the covet of Hashem and Taira and Yid and Kedusha, and it's correct. And yet at the same time, the youth, the struggling youth, they're on to something. They have a point. They want to know, they want to test out whether we believe that Hashem can stand up for, his, for himself. Or whether Hashem is, uh, is going to wither, God forbid, and wilt, God forbid, if they say a few nasty comments about Hashem. And so they do it again and again and again. Basically, they're saying, 
You don't need a studded roof on top of the base of the Middash. The base of the Middash can protect itself. And it can. But Hashem decided that the halachas should be this way. Of course it can protect itself. A few birds are no match for the holy base of Middash. But we do this for various reasons. The roof is set up that way for various reasons. And so both are true. Yes, you put a studded roof. Yes, you keep the birds off. On the other hand, in the deepest sense of, of, of reality, the base of Middash will protect itself. Hashem will stand up for himself. Tyra will stand up for himself. Tyra is not afraid. Hashem is not afraid of the most provocative comments, God forbid. The only ones who are afraid are us. And the kids test us. Well, are you afraid? Do you really believe God is as great as you think? Yes, so why are you answering that? So here's the question. What should we do? Because remember, kids don't like crust. They don't want, in this case, they're testing, could the bread survive without the crust? Can the base amygdala survive without the studded roof? Can Hashem survive when they make their provocative and even, God forbid, ugly comments? These are their questions. So what should we do? Well, we see that every time we say, it just gets crazier. It becomes like a, a game. And maybe what we want to think to do is that when they say those provocative comments, instead of answering them, ask them. Either be silent or say, let me ask you a question. What do you think? And they go, I don't know. No, but think about it. What do you think? Why ask me? Look into yourself. It's It's a good question. Especially if we say, you have a question. It's a valid question. There are nations who ask those questions of us throughout the generations. We understand it. We feel I'm not saying you should say this to them. We're thinking our kids went to yeshiva. They still have these questions? Yeah. But they still. They have the question on a deeper level. So again, to finish off with the, the solution, what if instead of giving them an answer, yeah, Hashem does it because who? What if we ask them, so what do you think? You have a good question. What do you think? Would you be open to giving it some thought? I don't need to know your answer, we can tell them. But would you be open to giving it some thought at some point and see what you come up with? Results are unpredictable. So that's the thought for, for today on the trust, on the tuna fish sandwich, on Lahavdil, the, the studded roof on the base of Megdish, on the struggling youth, on the base of Megdish Ashlishi, which... God willing, these now struggling youth will be the forerunners as builders and builders of the basin of the Shishlishi, and they'll be there in the front line bringing the light of this basin of the to the entire world forever.
bringing the world to a state of deep peace, unity, and holiness. And we have that to look forward to. Thanks so much. Please give me a call at 347-762-7708, 347-762-7708 for coaching or healing and support as a parent of a struggling youth.